Your spoken image is more than just the words you say. It's how you connect with your audience, how you convey your expertise, and it's how you leave a lasting impression. Hey there, this is April Lokar with Semi-Conventional, and I wanted to talk to you about your spoken image strategy. This is an offer that isn't just about refining your speaking skills. It's about aligning your message with your mission to create a meaningful impact. As part of your spoken image strategy, we start with a personalized strategy call. Your transformation really begins with this one-on-one strategy call where we get clear on your goals. We also align on the spoken image pillars that will streamline your talking points, ensuring every word you speak drives your vision forward. And then we have ongoing support as part of this as well. Your transformation doesn't stop at the end of the call. You'll then get two weeks of unlimited audio messaging support, and that gives you direct guidance from me as you refine and implement your strategy. So whether you have questions, need feedback, or just want to bounce ideas around, I am here to support you seamlessly. If you're an entrepreneur or a professional who has an upcoming speaking engagement or a networking event, if you aspire to be an impactful speaker in your industry, and if you see value in focusing and elevating a specific area of expertise in your business, we need to talk. If you're ready to speak with purpose and passion, book your spoken image strategy session today at semiconventional.com slash spoken image. Now back to the show. Hey there, welcome back to our series on the pillars of thought leadership. Today is our final episode and we're talking all about authenticity And it's a little bit ironic that we're talking about authenticity today because I've been on a kick of watching some shows on Netflix that are maybe less than authentic, Uh, some trash TV, reality TV, whatever you want to call it. Uh, So it's a little bit funny that that's what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to look at it from the lens of a thought leadership pillar and how we can use that to build our thought leadership. So authenticity is all about being true to your values, your beliefs, your experiences, right? Being who you really are. And that helps us to foster genuine connections and trust with our audience and our community, our clients, our colleagues, everyone we interact with. So today we're also going to be talking about the difference between authenticity and transparency, because they are a little bit different. And oftentimes when we think about authenticity, People sometimes get a little bit of a feeling around it because they think, oh, no, now I have to tell everyone in my audience, in my community, all these things about me. And that's not necessarily what authenticity is. So that's where we're headed today. But before we get there, the end of the year is one of those times where we start to see all of these messages and emails and content around how we've done throughout the year and planning going into 2024. And I just want you to take a quick minute and think about what you were doing six months ago. Where were you at? What were you up to? Was your business doing the same things that you're doing right now? Or has that shifted in six months? Think about your frame of mind. 
where was that six months ago? And if you live in the Northern Hemisphere like me, it was summertime and I was in full on, you know, summer mode. We were doing all the things with the kids. Not that that's too different than now, but we were doing all sorts of things. And this podcast had not even been out yet. It was a thought in my head still. So thinking about all of the things that have changed in six months, I now have a teenager. My website for semiconventional.com has been completely redone. I have this podcast. My offers are all brand new. And so, so much has changed in six months, but that's not out of the blue, right? It's a culmination of all the little things that have happened over time. And so as you think about what's changed for you in the last six months, think about all those little baby steps that it took to get there, right? For me, it was tweaking the copy on my website every two weeks until I got to a point where I said, you know what, this needs an overhaul. Now I need to take all of these thoughts in my head and really write them out and put all brand new copy. And the offers that I had out there were all bits and pieces of this transformative offer that I have now, right? So there's all of these things that have added up into what now looks like significant change in just a six month period. So I want to know what has changed for you in the past six months. And maybe it's not all good things, right? Some things can feel like we're taking a step back and that sometimes propels us into something even greater in the future, right? So It's not always a step back, but maybe a redirection. And as you think about where you want to go in 2024, right? I'm not a huge planner. I don't like a three-year or five-year plan. I like to look at things in smaller increments, maybe one year at a time, maybe three to six months, right? There's always some big goal that I want to move towards, but the how I get there is what I don't love planning out. If you're in a similar situation where you have a big goal of something that you want to achieve in the next six months, right? Maybe that has to do with your thought leadership or your business or your brand, your spoken image strategy, right? Let's work together to identify what you want to change and see if we're a good fit to work together to accomplish that goal for you. So go to semiconventional.com, book a discovery call, and let's chat about what it is you want to achieve and see if that makes sense for us to work together so we can get you there faster and avoid some of the headaches that come along with, you know, choosing the path on your own, right? We can strategize and make sure we take a much more direct path to that goal that you're looking to achieve. And with that, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and Thought Leadership Consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. 
and we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. We are in the final stretch of our Pillars of Thought Leadership series. So we have talked about three other pillars to this point, originality, credibility, visibility, and now authenticity. So we're going to keep things short and sweet with authenticity because we've talked about this a bit before. And again, authenticity is about you being your true self. And what that means is staying true to your own values, your beliefs, your experiences, which is something that we talk a lot about on this podcast. And again, really in plain speak, this is you being you and just not being fake. So again, as I've been into watching Selling Sunset and then Selling OC, it's hilarious to me that today's episode is about authenticity because that is the number one thing lacking in shows that are like that, right? The semi-scripted or unscripted reality television where everybody's on there, they know they're being filmed, they're in these hot mess situations, just waiting for things to explode and get in arguments with people and just all sorts of stuff where that may come across as, oh, they're just being their authentic selves. But in reality, it's usually alcohol fueled in stressful situations with very little sleep. And that's not your authentic self, right? That is a heightened emotional state. And so when we think about your authentic self, who are you at your core? Like for me, I am a lazy person. I'm not going to lie, but I'm also really driven. It just has to be something I'm really interested in. Hence, I have a corporate career and my own business and a family, right? A lazy person in a lot of contexts would not be doing all of those things. But that's where I say it's who I am, right? I like to sit around and do nothing, but there's different seasons for different elements of your life. I'm also outspoken, but with tact. So again, if you put me on a show like Selling OC and I went to Cabo with no sleep and a whole bunch of drinks with a bunch of other people that are also in that same situation, who knows what I might say, but that's not my authentic self. My authentic self is being outspoken and speaking up for people and issues and topics that I really believe in and that I think aren't getting the attention they need and doing that in a very respectful way so that other people can actually hear the message that I'm trying to get across. And you can identify your authentic self in a lot of different ways, but the reality is you don't actually even have to. This isn't something that I want you to do a deep dive exercise and get in a workbook and write down on paper who you are at your core. That is not what we're doing here. When I think about who I am as my authentic self, it's a feeling of, does this feel right? Does that sit well with me? And that might be the thing that works for you to start leaning more into what is authentically you especially when we're in this world of personal branding and everything is so curated, I want you to think about your curated image. Is that who you really are? 
For the most part, the answer is probably yes. And there may be some elements of maybe things you put out on social media or, you know, articles that you've written or blog posts or things of that nature where it's like, "Mm, maybe that's not quite who I am or "Eh, I kind of went off on a little bit of tangent there. And that's okay to have some of that stuff out there, right? But this curated image, I want you to think about it as different elements that add up to who you are as a whole. Now, why are we even talking about this, right? Authenticity really helps you build genuine connections and trust with your audience, with your community, with your clients, with your colleagues, with all of the people you're connected with. The more authentic you are in your interactions with them and in who you are, the better you're going to be able to integrate the other thought leadership pillars like credibility and then visibility and originality. And as we continue to talk about why authenticity is so important, we go back to things like personal stories. Simply sharing your own personal experiences, your stories, and your journey that shaped the perspectives that you have right now, right? Your unique perspective, your originality, all of those personal stories that you tell along the way need to be authentic. It kind of reminds me of in Harry Potter, the professor whose name escapes me at the moment, Potterheads don't come for me, but the professor that steals everyone's stories and then makes them forget that those were their stories It's like that, right? We need our stories to be ours and ours alone for them to have the impact that they need to have because nobody else can tell the story like you. Nobody else lived the story that you lived and went on the journey that you've been on. Your journey is yours alone. And that is authenticity. Now, I mentioned in the opening the difference between transparency and authenticity. Now, I fully believe in transparency as a value. It is something I believe in to my core, right? That the more transparency we have in all areas of life, the better off we're going to be. That said, transparency does not mean sharing every little nitty gritty detail about every little thought you've ever had with everyone in your audience and in the world. There's a reason that movies about people who read other people's minds, right, are a problem, right? There's always something that happens when you know just a little too much, right? We all have inner thoughts and feelings and all that stuff that we don't need to share with everyone. And that doesn't mean you're being inauthentic. So I don't want you to think about authenticity as, oh, I need to share my whole entire life with my social media community or the people around me, right? That's where sometimes we get a little hung up, especially for people who don't feel 100% comfortable and confident being on camera or in the limelight or being the face of their message because they're worried about that transparency bit, right? And so transparency is about being who you are, sharing all of those types of things which contributes to your authenticity. Again, it does not mean sharing everything all the time. So wrapping up those thoughts, I want you to think about authenticity as a consistent 
alignment between your values, your beliefs, and your actions. When you have consistency across values, beliefs, and actions, your audience and your community and everyone you interact with will see you for who you are. And that, to paraphrase Arlen Hamilton, will help your people find you. And in the world of thought leadership, your people finding you and building that community and spreading your message and all of the great things that you're adding into the world, that is gold, right? That's the entire goal of everything that you're trying to do as a thought leader. So with that, I have one quick little exercise for you to do before we're done for the day. I want you to go back through any blog post that you've written or social media posts that you've put up that surround the thought leadership that you're building. Or if you have a podcast, go listen to some of your podcast episodes and really think to yourself, is this me? Does this content really reflect my authentic self? How does it feel when you're reading it, listening it, consuming that content that you've already put out? And I want you to do this with as fresh of a set of eyes as you possibly can, because we do change over time, right? So you might have a podcast that's been going for years or social media content that you put out five, 10 years ago. And so really look back and think to yourself, am I still at the core the same person or have I majorly shifted? Because again, even just in six months, a lot can change. So go back and audit a little bit of your content that you have out there in the world. Or if you've written a book, reread your book. And I don't want you to immediately take any action based off of this, but let it marinate for a couple of days. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about what to do with these four pillars of thought leadership. So we have our pillars now. Now, how do they impact what we're doing, what we're talking about, and how we're building our thought leadership even further? And finally, I finished all of my trash TV shows. So if you have recommendations for me, hit me up, send me an Instagram DM, or shoot me an email, april at semiconventional.com. I definitely want to hear the type of trash TV you like to watch because we all need that break sometimes. Till next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.